Happy Friday, everybody, and a special happy Thanksgiving to all of the United States uh, listeners. Yes. I uh, hope, hope we all ate a lot of food. Hopefully, you're not spending too much money on Black Friday. Um, but yeah, if, if I hope not, are, dude. Yeah, yeah I, I hope not. That is uh, that's a, I feel, that's a trap if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I feel like we just need to get rid of Black Friday. Um, yeah. It's never going to happen. Because it's such a... Such a fucking joke of a of a thing like it, it it's so dumb it's so dumb but hey you know what if you guys like to shop on black friday have at it knock yourselves out i'm not judging you for it i just don't like it <laughs> yeah i mean luckily we, i mean we used to work retail jobs and we would have to work thanksgiving night and that blew but i'm pretty sure a lot of companies have slowly been getting away from that uh, uh which is good which is good but yeah, we're not yeah. here to talk about Walmart and Target and all that dumb shit. We're here to talk about League of Legends. And uh, the theme of today's episode is what we're thankful for. Yeah. What are you, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'll start off, yeah. Um, in so League I, of Legends. That's in League yeah, of Legends. I have should, should caveat. I have a few. I have a handful of serious ones, and then I have a couple of not-so-serious ones. So we'll start with the, the serious ones. Um the first thing I could think of is this game is updated so often that dude, it is that was, not stale at all. I can't believe you would just steal one of the th- items off my list like that, dude. That's well, messed tell up. Me, tell me about but it. Like, like... Uh, no, but seriously, I mean, that's what keeps this game fresh. Look at a game like um, Call of Duty, for example. Call of Duty, mm-hmm. at least when I played it back in the day, when we played all the time. Since Warzone got introduced, they are updating the shit out of it. But yeah, yeah, yes, fuck Warzone. Way back uh, in our boomer, or in, we, you remember they boomers. would release all these patches, and they'd be like, "Okay, this gun's too powerful. This gun's getting too much usage." Yada yada yada, and then it would be very um, like once they got where they wanted it, then they were done. Like, cool, that's what we wanted. Um, and now we're not going to touch it, and that kind of sucked. And I remember when we first started playing League, and I'm like, why is this game always being updated? Like, I don't understand. Now I get it. <laughs> What's even crazier is, like, I mean, I guess they have to update it enough. It's just, when you, we're just talking about Summoner's Rift, it's the same map. I don't know if you guys realize this. It's the same fucking map every game. But oh, yeah. here we are eight years later. Something like that. We, we figured this out in an earlier episode. It'll I don't remember be, what it is, but it'll be nine. It'll be nine years. It'll be nine years. Holy shit. Nine years we've uh, been playing the same map. Granted, yeah. they did update to Summoner's Rift in Season 5. But <laughs> okay, 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 you're right. <laughs> but still. There's the an ARAM map. map. Don't forget about the ARAM map. Okay. They need to update that <laughs> shit. Bring back, for the love of God. Okay, I know the Riot team's listening right now. So, bring back Butcher's Bridge. Give me the fucking Bilgewater skin. It was oh, dude, so sick. That was super sick. And I'm thankful that they do events like that every once in a while. Uh, where they actually <laughs> change up the map. Like, I always find that really fun when they change up the map. Just like, you know, oh, it was a holiday. Let's, like, just make the map look a little bit prettier or whatever. Or make it fit. Like, I think that's really awesome. And I'm really appreciative of the fact that they do that uh, decently often, too. I'm kind of buttered, though. I'm pretty sure they said a while ago they're never bringing back the winter map. And then they were talking about it. Do they bring it back? I haven't even opened this game in a couple of days. They're not. They don't. Oh. They're never going to bring it back. They they It's, like, they too it. much work or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. But people are pissed. I'm pissed. Yeah. It was it was sick. Um, mm-hmm. 
All right, what, do you, what else you got? You, you give me one now, see if you steal one Man, from me. Man, you know what? I'm really thankful for Renata Glask. Oh my <laughs> That's a semi-joke, but also semi-serious. Like, <clears throat> that champion is actually ridiculous. And the fact that it's, like, pro-play relevant, like, right off the bat, like, I, I find that super freaking cool. Like, it makes me feel like, yeah, dude, you're playing a champion that's pro-play relevant, dude. Like, good job. Well done. And, you know, to myself, thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll add on to that. I'm just going to say I'm thankful there's a wide array of champions. Super like, wide maybe, array of champions. Maybe there's a couple champions here and there that are the same Aatrox Riven. Like, but for the most part, every champion feels unique. Right. For the most part. This is true. Um, <clears throat> this is 164, true. 164. Like, you're, gonna, you're definitely going to find a handful that you're... Wanting to play, I'd be very surprised if someone picks up this game and it's like, "Oh, there's no one I want to play." Yeah, you're fucking lying. You're full of shit, dude. Even even uh, my girlfriend has looked and she goes, "I really like Fizz." I'm like, "Come on, he's an asshole." <laughs> on this a side note, I would love to see Lacey play Fizz. Oh, she get murdered. She just get backflip on motherfuckers, dude. If she could, if she had the mechanical skill to backflip all over these dudes, it'd be one thing. But I think she would just get murked and. Uh, it would be kind of funny, but also it would be incredibly frustrating for her. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I got here. Oh, okay, here. I just... I'm very thankful that since League exists and there's lore, they made Arcane. They have Ruin Nation book. They have these that. That's good. That's other good. forms of like media. And it's... Right. And that just happened last year. Like Arcane just came out. So who knows what the fuck else they're going to do. I hope to God... Now we know we know Arcane season two is coming, but yeah. I hope we get. They have like li- I feel like they just have limitless uh, capabilities on stories they can tell. Dude, there's a there's, there's a million so many opportunities to tell all different kinds of stories. I mean, excuse me, look at uh, you know every champion that comes out and has such a rich uh, lore. Um, champions like Cassante. Um, you have old champions that have rich lore. Uh, some of them they've they've tried to rework to make them more than what they were. But like, think of like the Ruin King game. You learn yeah. so much about uh, misfortune, um, Yasuo, Ari. Uh, some of those things we kind of already knew, but some things they expanded on. Uh, Brom even Brom's doesn't he doesn't have a very rich lore. So him appearing in that game brought him to life a little bit more, in my opinion. I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have what you have the, the fighting game coming out. You have an RPG uh, that yep. they're, they're still working on. So I expect to see this lore expanded on. And like you said, there's just endless, endless possibilities uh, between the books and whatnot. I know they have comics that are out. That um, too. Yeah. I don't always go and read them, um, but they exist for those that like to consume all the lore, you know? And I think that's super cool. If um, if you had to choose a region or a champion or champions in particular for them to make like an arcane like series, like say like a just another either maybe it doesn't have to be like an origin, like how arcane was, but like mm-hmm. what 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 region would you want mm. them to focus on? I've always been kind of curious. So I there's two regions that I would I would look to. Um, I look at Ionia and I look at Shirima. Okay. I think Shirima has a possibility because Shirima is already kind of like a, an allegory for Egyptian lore anyways. 
which I always just have always found fascinating. I think that's super cool. Um, and then Ionia is like that uh, rural um, native life. And I think that would be cool lore too, because that usually lends itself. Like I think of like Native American stories, right? Um, stories of, of the wolves and and the the animals and how they um, work into their world. Um, I think I think Vestayans, are they from they're from Ionia, right? Uh, some, I think, I know Ixtal. Ixtal, I'm sorry, Ixtal. That, that would be another good, like, to me, that's always seemed like Ionian adjacent, um, Mm -hmm. very similar style, more of that rural kind of, um, uh, native feel to it. I think those would make some excellent stories. Thinking about, you know, learning more stories about Zion Rakan, I think would be just a great place to start. Um, but yeah, there's just so many regions. You have that. Yeah, obviously you have the Yordles. Um, oh, that would in, be interesting. Uh, Bandle City. I don't know why I can never remember where they're from. <laughs> we know we have Piltovers on. Mm. Um, we don't have too much in the way of, I guess in the way of like Demacia um, to an extent. Um, other than the fact that they hate magic. I mean, we have the books, but like I think... Uh, a show or, or something like that to just kind of outline like the Garen Luck story a little bit more, or even J four, how J four fits into that. Um, but like, like you said, if I had to pick a region, I would probably lean closer to Ionia than I would Sharima just because Sharima seems to be a little more um, allegorical to a real life era. I think uh, Ionia, out of those two, I'd probably pick Ionia just because, like, the way they deal with all the magic that's, like, the land is living. And right, right. The fact, and plus, like, you could throw in all the Noxian invasions. And right. I feel like, I feel like if it was just about Ionia, like, Irelia would probably be the main character just because, yeah, what does she say? Remember the, uh, what does she remember yell? Remember why we fight? She says that, uh, what the fuck is the place? She's like, remember the artillerium or whatever the fuck. Oh, you know, I don't remember. I just remember she also says, what she say? Ionia calls or something like that. Yeah. Uh, whatever. She shouts, she shouts all her dead family members when she's fighting, but it's kind of yeah. cool. It'd be interesting to hear that. If I, I had to pick, uh, if I had to pick a region, it'd probably be Bilgewater. Cause I would just love to see Bilgewater so pirate cool. shit. That, that's cool. The only reason I wouldn't, I'd that didn't go straight to Bilgewater as I was thinking of like, we have the Ruined King game, which has a lot of Bilgewater backstory in it, you know, it's like, all right, like, okay, it's kind of there. Um, mm-hmm. trying to see if I can find the, uh, Aurelia quote that you were speaking of, uh, the Placidium. It's the Placidium. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the Placidium. That's right. That's right. I believe that's where she, I think that's where she severed Swain's hand. I think so. Uh, the Placidium is a sacred place in Ionia, home of a lot of schools and spiritual teachings. If you go to the universe side of the map, the Placidium is the standout landmark on Ionia. Aurelian's got a uh, sordid history with it. As a child, she studied there, and as a teenager, she was taken hostage there by Swain and ended up cutting off his arm. Okay, so that's that was like the big battle of the Noxian invasion. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Get- I mean, I think Knox Knox is Wait, a cool on. place too. This what? is so off topic. So that was so that was a comment to one of the posts, and then the comment under that says, "What is?" Because the post said, "What is Aurelia's Placidium?" And then someone was like, "It's the powerhouse of the cell." <laughs> and then and then someone says, "No, that's placenta." 
<laughs> that's pretty funny. That's fucking that's funny. funny. Okay, okay, let's get back on track though. So okay, so Ionia for sure. Um, I was just gonna say I'm grateful for dumb Reddit posts like that. Like, that's true. The fact that this game exists in such a uh, capacity that we can have <laughs> you know stupid, what? stupid interactions like that on the internet, whether it's Twitter or Reddit. Um, that was one of the things on my list. Of, like just the the way that the community reacts to some of the the stuff that's out there, you don't necessarily get from other games. You know, you don't necessarily get from other shows, movies. Um, it's pretty unique, I think, to to video games and to video games that have been able to crawl out of the video game only space. The the subreddit was actually on my like not so serious. It's thing. okay, it's like like it has well, it has its positives and it has its its negatives, right? I feel like ninety percent of the posts, like the posts that don't get upvoted, all it is is just people bitching, complaining. Right, right. And I'm just like, dude, sh-. and it's people think that their opinions just because they get 1000 people out of a subreddit that has hold on let me see how many people 6.1 million they're like oh i feel the player base <laughs> yeah it's it's good but it's just so much shit that's piled in there that i just sometimes and plus this whole fucking month i'm sick of seeing roster changes that's all i see oh, on yeah. this subreddit i'm over it i'm done i get it i get it i uh... just... <laughs> speaking of uh, of roster changes one of the things i also was thinking about that I'm grateful for is is the esports uh, yep. scene. I put I put that too. Like that has made me so much more engaged in this game. Um, even from just starting the game, like oh let me watch the professionals play, and this was like kind of still in its infancy, really. And, and I didn't realize that. I thought it was more uh, established when I first started playing and watching and stuff. And so to like realize like we've kind of grown with the. Um, scene in the community i think that's pretty cool i'm grateful to have been around uh or playing the game long enough to have seen some of that stuff you know yeah i was also, gonna say uh the lcs in general like if you guys right. haven't had a chance to go to a live east e- like esports event for league like it's the fucking most fun thing in the world i will tell you the first time i told my dad that i was gonna go uh watch esports he goes what are you gonna do watch people play video games on a computer and i said yes. dad what do you do when you go to a baseball game? Yeah, it's the same thing. You're you watching watch guys someone else. play a game. And he's like, well, when you put it that way, I was like, yeah, I know. It sounds weird. Just to hear me out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely. It, it sounds funny. And then you really think about it like, well, yeah, like that's what you're doing at any other event. Like, oh, why, why, why should this be any different? Uh, let's see. I have two more actually serious ones. Um, First one, I'll go with. <laughs> I'm thankful for loss prevention because the fact that sometimes <laughs> That's a good one. That's a real people good one. either quit DC, whether it's on purpose or not, and you know, granted, you know, sometimes you only get like three minus three LP on the, so you go from fifteen to twelve. Right. Still, I'm thankful for the game actually recognizes it for the most part, and and prevents and gives me a little bit of LP back. So that's that's always always a nice thing <laughs> so thank you league for that i i do really appreciate that um what else you got you know i probably should have wrote these down so i'd be on track but like i also didn't expect you to have so many that i was gonna i have. know i i went try hard on this <laughs> like, <laughs> um i'm I, honestly the the content creation like if it wasn't for this game we wouldn't be here talking to you guys about how thankful we are right now 
So yeah, like it, it, it sounds like super cliche and I think it sounds kind of uh, meta to put it that way. But like if this game didn't exist, um, we wouldn't have you guys to talk to. And that'd be pretty well. I mean, if, if I didn't know that it didn't exist, it probably wouldn't be a bummer. But now that I know that it exists and, and you know, that we talk to you guys and whatnot, like if that were to stop, that would be a bummer. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for you guys that come around and, and listen um, and, and interact. So guys like uh, Calientes, um, Icy Fire, always always in in, in around. Um, um, who am I leaving out? Uh, Azap, uh, uh, Aslor, um, uh, Zen. Who else am I leaving out? I'm leaving out uh, Thodicus. Thodicus with the name? Thodicus? Oh, Mayo, can't forget Mayo. Mm. Um, God, Dean, help me out. Who am I? Who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, you say purple? Um, oh, perp. Yeah, perp. Aslor. Aslor. Who else am I? Right, I'm kind of cheating now. I'm just. I know. I'm not gonna go the... look at the list. I was trying to go off the top of my head. I'm forgetting. Um, goodness gracious, who am I forgetting on this list? You know who you are. If you're yes. Listening, you know if who if you I are. forgot you, um. Tell me that I'm an idiot because I just oh Gungnir can't forget Gungnir dude classic Gungnir, um, and then of course some of you have different names oh Duke can't forget Duke dude Duke was like one of the first one of the originals, um, if I forgot you I, I apologize some of you guys have different names in different areas and sometimes I forget which names are which and I may have thought I've already mentioned you so if I forgot you I do apologize. Uh, Tell me I'm an idiot in Discord or something. Or um, help me identify your, your names in Discord with, with other names you may have used somewhere else. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think the last uh, serious one, and I have three oh, not so serious. No, no, give me a couple. Give me a couple not so serious ones. We'll, we'll, we'll end on a good. Okay, note, yeah, like that's one. good. The last, my last serious one is like is, is really good. Okay. Um, I'm thankful. For sweaty ass motherfuckers <laughs> on the enemy team <laughs> that will make it their life goal to try to prove that they are the best person in the fucking world and then they end up inting and running it down and giving me free wins. Thank you, dude. Keep working at McDonald's. Keep bathing in grease. Keep fucking slapping your keyboard thinking it's going to make you do more damage. Oh. This is no offense to anybody that works Jeez. at McDonald's. I'm sorry. But... Thank God for sweaty ass motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what's funny, and I forgot when you were talking about the the uh, the Reddit uh, yeah. piece, and and every time like when I think about Reddit, I go back and I think about that story that the guy wrote about being on like his sixteenth Red Bull, sitting down to play a game, and <laughs> and his Yasuo is hitting his Owen ten power spike, and Samuel is going off or something. It was right when Samira came out. And, uh, <laughs> like that story, like encapsulates everything I like about the, the outside community and like my favorite parts of it and just how ridiculous I think everybody can be. And, uh, that it also encapsulates just how sweaty like people can be like, yeah, that Owen 10, the also power spike it isn't a meme for no reason. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the I guess I could kind of pair these two. It's right. uh, man, am I thankful for this game having the worst leveling system in the fucking game, level zero through thirty to get to ranked? Oh god, it I is know they not fixed it. 
is not player friendly. No. Uh, you do not unlock all summoner spells at one point. So yeah, love it, dumb. dude. Uh, love that if you if you duo with a friend who has been playing the game and you're new, you will be immediately on. put into Smurf queue. Yeah, you yep. get shit on. But y- the game will recognize you're duoing with someone who's better and be like, oh, this guy's a Smurf. Whoop. Yeah. It's um it's bad. really bad. It's fucking horrible. I don't give a shit how many like rewards they give you now. Like they give you champions, but I don't give a shit. It's it's miserable. Yeah, um, no, it's not it's not uh kind. Now it's probably good for those who haven't really played the game. Like that's probably a really good thing for them because like remember how awful we were when we first started playing? We were so fucking bad. I mean, to the point where June was really literally yelling at us to press R. You know, I just press R. And it was like I, I remember like arguing with them like it's not going to do anything. It's just fucking press R, dude. Just please press R. And uh like little little did we know like what that actually that it was gonna stick with us, you know what I mean? Like, I'm this is another thing I'm grateful for is like people like June that we hadn't talked to in like a long time, and we just randomly found us playing this game, and I was like, "Oh wait, you're playing this game? Like, can you teach me how to be good?" <laughs> like that was super uh, super instrumental. I feel like in the in in our early days of the game. And then finally, I just think again, I'm so thankful for the ranked matchmaking in this fucking game. Yeah, it sucks. It's horrible. I uh, not thankful for promos. Pro, yeah, it's the fact that like, oh, your MMR is this, but your physical rank is this, or two different things. Come on, I'm I'm not as mad at that, but I think I've I've taken a lot of thought to to your visual rank and your uh, let's call it hidden rank. Uh, in terms of MMR and and how how that system works to show you your visual rank, and I think it's important that we don't know our MMR. I know a lot of people are going to complain about that, and and there's probably plenty of you who would even fight me on this point. But think about it. How mad do you get? I mean, I know I get frustrated when I get into like a like a flex queue game, and I look, I'm like, there's fucking diamond three players and i'm like bro i'm fucking silver one silver two whatever it is like why am i playing with people that are way above my league um and that's frustrating as it is right think about being in a game and you can see mmr and you can see rank and you look on the opposite team you're like oh there's a a yasuo who's got 500 more points of mmr than i do even though we're the same rank which should tell you that he's probably a smurf and you could just give up from the beginning of the game without giving any effort. You know what I mean? And like, that's, that is so discouraging just to, just to start. It's just as discouraging as seeing, Oh, there's a diamond three player. Thanks. Like I'm going to get my ass fucking whooped. And you almost kind of give up on yourself before the game starts. You know, uh, it's kind of a tilter. So uh, they just hid the rank from everybody. (laughs) That would be, I don't know if that would change anything, but I, 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 I understand the competitive aspect of why MMR being hidden works. Well, I have one left. Do you have anything else? Um, do I have anything else? I don't know. Uh, things just kind of coming it out. And like I said, I should have just wrote this down, but like, 
I also didn't think we were going to have so many of the same ones. So uh, go 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 with what you got, and we'll see what, what flows from there. All right, everyone, hang in there. This is going to be the most wholesome shit you've ever heard in your life. Ooh, am I going to shed a tear? Possibly. A tear uh, of the goddess, I think it's just, perhaps. This is... Uh... We, this is the game we all play. It's just playing with yeah. friends. Like we've, when we we all used to live together in the same town, and I mean, obviously, we get older, we get jobs, and we move in. We have relationships, and like, we don't really have that much. We don't hang out in person that often. And uh, for the last nine years, this is the game we. It used to be Call of Duty, but you know that game's dog shit for the most part, and not all of us play it. And um, wow. Oh, shot to the heart with that one. <laughs> That's okay. No, you have your own. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I know, I know, I know. But no, this is the game we come back to. As frustrated as we get with it, it's it's always like a good time if all of us are in Discord playing this game together. And I'm I'm actually really thankful for that because I'd go crazy if I couldn't like talk to you guys. Dude, ranked fives is like such a different experience from solo duo or even even like trios or whatever. Like. Mm-hmm ranked fives is a different monster with the different strategies you can employ just because of the coordination. Um, I think that that has a, a great friendship building aspect, even with people you don't know, but even with people you do know, it's just, it's so much more fun. Excuse me. So much more fun than just playing like solo queue and so much less frustrating, even though sometimes like you're going to get overmatched. And you're like, okay, whatever, guys. Do we give up or or what, what, what was the joke to say? How hungry are we? Yep. <laughs> like that, all these great little memes and inside jokes that come from this game that you know a lot of people can share in. Like, sure, you can you can have that same experience in in, in a Call of Duty game, but the game also isn't a thirty minute game time either, right? It's like ten minutes in Call of Duty, and like, okay, yeah, whatever. You're gonna get it, end up in a different lobby, yada yada yada. But like. Uh, sometimes you run into into funny situations, even with the enemy team, and all of a sudden, like there's ten people that are just now friends on league, even though there's the enemy over there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really thankful for those those moments um, because you just don't get that in any other video game at all. And and yes, this video game has a lot of toxic uh, player base issues. Um, every once in a while, you just find really wholesome teammates and or enemies. And it just makes the game, it gives it such a different vibe that it's just hilarious. And you're like, man, I just wish to to have that all the time. You know, um, sometimes that's an ARAM. Sometimes that's a, a rank five. Sometimes that's a normal. Um, it's never solo duo. <laughs> it's never that game mode. Um, but it's, it's always fun. And, and when, when you, when you get into those and, and without this uh, game existing, those moments wouldn't exist either. Um, the like 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 Dean said the the live esports moments, uh like we went to we didn't get to go to worlds but we went to like the world's uh fan fest, like, dude, how is how cool is it to <coughs> excuse me to go to a <laughs> go to a big event and hang out with all these people that we all play the same game, and half of those people are probably just enthusiastic about the same champion that you are in, in some, some form. Um, like sure. Sporting events exist, but we don't all play football when we go and watch a football game. You know what I mean? Some people have never played football in their lives, but they love watching football. But like people don't really do that with league. Like, yeah, you, if you watch it, you 
also probably play it, even if it's a minimal amount. Um, it's just it's a different it's a different vibe. And, and and like I said earlier, like if this game didn't exist, we just wouldn't have that to 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 experience. Um, I don't know that I would. I've I've thought about like, hey, let's go let's go watch whatever in in this city. And you hear people like if you listen to like Hotline League, a lot of people were traveling around the United States to watch different legs of worlds. Um, that's pretty cool for for a game that's not obviously as big as like football or basketball, but like you still have people traveling from other countries coming in just to watch a world's event. Like that's pretty tight. That's unheard of, and and it it's shed some light on. Uh, professional gamers and um, professional gaming as a profession. Like, how many of your mothers told you uh, you were never going to do anything with your life if you sat around playing video games all day? And uh, how many of you are actually doing something in the video game space now, right? So I, th- I think it's super, super thankful for the fact that it's been instrumental in, in creating uh, an ecosystem. Times are changing. They are. They are, and it's not just this video game for that, but I think this video game has done a lot for esports. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's by far the biggest esport. Mm-hmm. I think it's bigger than than even CS:GO, and CS:GO is pretty big. Um, so yeah, I, I, those are those are all things that I really appreciate about this game. And though we talk a lot of shit about Riot and say that they suck, and we often say they don't care about the player base, the the truth is they do care about the player base. Um, and they want to cater to everybody in the player base as best they can, because if they didn't, we wouldn't all still be here. So. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got, dude. I think I think I think that's everything. I think that is everything. So how about you guys let us know what you're thankful for in the that comments? That would be awesome. Replies, yeah. make it easy. Um, but yeah, guys, we will be back next week. Uh, I think the next patch should be out. They also did reveal uh, Zeri changes. So Ooh, I don't know if that's coming that. next patch. There was an extended list of what the fuck they're doing. Ooh. So if that's not coming next patch, maybe that can be one of the episodes next week too. Um, sure. We'll get back to champion review, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> next week. Next week's going to be a late episode. By the way, there's not going to be an early week episode because I'm not going to be here. Squad, so... Uh, we'll I apologize for that, but it will be a later in the week episode. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, bear that in mind. I'm sorry. There, there just won't be a Wednesday episode, <laughs> but um, yeah, guys, I, I hope uh, for any uh, Americans listening, you have a great Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, any Canadians listening, I hope your Thanksgiving on October 10th was fantastic. I don't know any of the customs, so I apologize for being an ignorant American. Uh, Europeans who are listening, this means absolutely nothing to you guys. <laughs> I apologize, but I hope the episode's at least something uh, for you to reflect on uh, for the year and and maybe for your time playing the game uh, or hanging out with us or listening to us ramble about nothing or maybe particularly myself because I'm a rambler. Um, just thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, spending roughly an hour with us every every week, mm-hmm. give or take. I really appreciate it. As always, guys, make sure you like the video, rate, review, anything that's going to help us uh, bump our numbers up. Join the Discord. Click that link tree. All the links are there. And, um, yeah, man, 
Uh, we will see you next week. And again, enjoy the holidays and good luck in your games. Good luck, y'all. It's Friday again, everyone. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler. And we're here back with another champion review. Boo, boo, boo. Cool. Yeah, we got uh, Renekton and Caitlyn today. Uh, surprise, surprise. Probably not much going on. I know for no. Renekton, there's not much going on. No. But that's okay, guys. We're going to have a nice short in before it's fucking four hours long. It's going to be five hours just because <laughs> you said that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we got them today. Uh, and then, you know, as always, we like to do it. Uh, the YouTube. Come on over to the YouTube, guys. Come check out the full gameplays, the yeah. previous episodes, the shorts. Uh, again, you know, trying to pump out one or two shorts every day. Right. Um, it's fun to make, and they're fun to watch, and, you know, we're enjoying it a lot. Uh, but yeah, just come on over here. Just go ahead and search in the bar. Let's see. If I search according to low elo, let's see. There you go. Literally, you type that into the search bar. Nothing else. We're the first thing that comes up. Let's go. Finally got enough so, in there to pull us up. Yeah. So go ahead. And, if you're not, if you're listening, and you're not subscribed to the YouTube, come to the YouTube. We got we got another full gameplay coming up on Saturday. I um, sure do. It's gonna be great. Speaking of and full then, gameplays, right? Good. Good, trans, uh, good segue. Transition. Like a segue. Yeah. <laughs> um. So as as we said on the last episode, and we're gonna be doing this all until. It's actually next Friday. It'll be next weekend. Hmm. Um, the 15th, April 15th, at about noon uh, PST, yep. Pacific Standard Time, yep. we are doing our giveaway stream. And like we said, we want to get teams formed uh, so Tyler and I can cast them. We're going to we're gonna be in the same room together, so it'll be even <coughs> more, like, it'll probably be more funny that way, too. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> if you guys want to come to the Discord, and uh, I'll even show you if you want to, wherever you're listening right now, or watching, if you're on YouTube, the link tree is in it. Look, I got the link tree right here. It's linktree.ee, or yeah, linktree.ee slash ATLE pod, just in case if you don't see it. The first one right here, Discord. Click that bad boy and come on in. Yeah, pop in there. We got we got teams being formed. Yeah, we got... We got uh, our crappy canos. Yeah, we got um, Azap and uh, Thoticus up here. They they're <clears throat> they're forming some teams. So Thoticus is a top laner. Azap, you know, is a jungler. So uh, and if you if you feel like being a captain, uh, maybe we can if if we get enough people, if we get four teams, that'd be incredible. If we get two, maybe we can make it like a best of five or something. I don't know. Um, we just try to get. We want to get as many people in here as possible. And Absolutely. if you guys want to compete, we're gonna be doing uh, RP prizes. Um, we're gonna be doing like hourly giveaways for RP, and then for this. We'll call it a tournament. Uh, the winning team is going to get a little bit more of an RP prize. So Let's go. if you want to win some free RP, you want to you want to show your skills off to us. Uh, most importantly, it's once we want to we want to be the ones that are um, casting it. So right, that that's going to be fun uh, for me. So <laughs> I'm also just making sure I'm going through the Discord right now and just the two team captains and putting their name in their respective threads. That way you guys can see it and figure out who is who. Um, I realized that they were not quite so obvious. They are now obvious. So, um, so yeah, guys, come to Discord, check out suggestions, and you know, if you want to form some teams, or maybe maybe you're a little shy and you don't want to ask these people themselves, go ahead and message myself or Tyler, and we'll we'll help you figure out a team. Yes, we're um, happy to do that. 
So yeah, uh, uh, April 15th, guys. Get stoked. We'll keep reminding you for the next few episodes. So anyways. Without further ado. All right, we got Gator. The Gator Boy, dude. No, actually, is he? he's a crocodile. He is a crocodile, but we call him Gator. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean is, how big of a difference? Crocodiles are saltwater mainly, right? Uh, I don't even know if that's true, to be honest with you. Let's take a look, because I know what's... <laughs> Something about the eyes, today. that's all I remember. This is this is why this episode is going to be four hours long. What's the difference? Here's the problem, between... is I keep reptiles, and I couldn't tell you the difference between a fucking gator and a croc. All right, here we go. The snout. Is longer alligators, than gator, right? Alligators have a wider U-shaped snout. While crocodiles have a pointier V-shaped snout, oh, water. Alligators prefer fresh water, while crocs tend to prefer salt water or brackish water, which is a combination of salt water and surface. Uh, whenever I think of crocodiles, I just think of the Nile, like in Egypt. Okay. Or, I think or of Australia, least, you, where you know Steve Irwin was. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I just think well, maybe it's just tied to Renekton because the, Renekton, Nassus are kind of like Egyptian. Egyptian. Sure, sure. So, so I think he's Sebek. Sebek is the the Nile god, and he's a crocodile. Okay. Um, Nasus, Anubis, whatever. Yep. Uh, okay, so yeah, he's definitely a crocodile, but we'll say gator. <laughs> <laughs> the croc, the gator. I don't know, his mouth is kind of U-shaped. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, his, uh, his mouth is kind of U-shaped, so, I mean, I couldn't tell you the difference, but I think alligators have their eyes more toward the top of their head, too, where crocs are a little bit more in line with the rest of their head. So I think croc okay. makes sense, but all you need to know is he's the butcher of the sands. Um, butcher, baby. And chat GPT is going to tell us a little bit about Renekton. So let's see. It says, <clears throat> Renekton is a champion in the popular online multiplayer game League of Legends. Thanks, chat. I love that. That's so funny every time. He's a melee fighter and a very strong early game champion. Okay, okay, 100% so far. Renekton is known for his aggressive playstyle and high damage output, as well as his ability to sustain himself in lane due to his innate health regeneration. Okay, is it regeneration or is it restoration? Well, I guess. Yeah, I'd say it's. He- it's I guess it's more yeah. or less the same. Uh, yeah. Renekton's kit consists of a variety of abilities that allow him to engage on enemies, deal damage, and sustain himself in fights. There's a fly. And he just flew across the screen three times. I'm sorry for all you guys that just saw that. Yeah, I think he flew in my face a minute ago, too. It was annoying. Um, His Q ability, Cold the Meek, deals AoE damage to enemies and heals Renekton based on the number of targets hit. His W ability, Ruthless Predator, stuns an enemy and deals additional damage based on Renekton's Fury resource. Renekton's E ability, Slice and Dice, that's probably my favorite one, allows him to dash forward and slash all enemies in his path and can be used twice in quick succession if he hits a target with the first cast. Renekton's ultimate ability, Dominus, grants him increased health, size, and AoE damage around him, making him a formidable force in teamfights. Renekton has generally played top lane, where he can use his early game strength to bully opponents and gain a lead. He's also a good pick against other melee champions, as his kit allows him to out-trade them in close-range combat. In teamfights, Renekton is often used as a frontline tank, using his ultimate and crowd control to disrupt the enemy team and protect his allies. Overall, Renekton is a versatile champion with a strong early game and the ability to be a tank or a bruiser, depending on the situation. He requires good positioning and timing to be played effectively, but in the hands of a skilled player, he can be a devastating force on the battlefield. First thing I'll say... He is a horrible champion if you build him straight tank. He yeah, he's terrible. Anything. He does nothing. 
you need you need some bruisery items on this dude to get going. People were playing him Prowler's Claw, right? Like, so, uh, I think overall this was like a ninety percent, maybe ninety five percent, right? It's pretty good. It got all the ability names right for sure. Surprising. <laughs> well, he doesn't have any old abilities, so that right that, that's at least a it's helpful a plus. So yeah, uh, he yeah he doesn't have any old abilities. He just got some uh, icon updates. You know, we talked about his his skins in the uh, skin episode. Yes, and just looking at his um, or actually no no let's do the abilities before we get back to the skin. So let's let's remind everybody what he does here. So all right, passive reign of anger. Um, obviously he is a fury champion. Does not use mana. Um, Innate, Renekton's basic attacks generate 5 Fury. After 12 seconds of being out of combat, he loses Fury every quarter second. While Renekton has at least 50 Fury, his next ability consumes 50 Fury to become empowered with an additional effect. Empowered abilities do not generate Fury. Renekton generates 50% bonus Fury from all sources while below 50% of his max HP. I did not know that end part, so... I yeah, obviously I either he gets extra. I mean, it makes sense. He needs a little extra when he's like kind of getting shit on. Right. Um, I think I, I just remember, was it magic harp? You fly. He did like actual champion spotlights. You remember those? He, yeah. I remember he did one for Renekton about those and it's, he called it his passive or the, yeah, the passive, the no, no bar. <laughs> like when That's that thing funny. is red, you do not fight Renekton. That's hella funny. You, get, you should get scared. Yeah, you, you should. And he's another one of those, um, I like to call him like bait style champions where like, yeah, he's low, but if you're not careful, he's just going to whoop your ass when you go in on him. Um, mm-hmm. Trindamir and Olaf are another one of those like, like, yeah, come for me now. This is the time I want you to come try to fight me. Um, all right. All right. Is there anything extra in the details? Uh, Renekton generates fear by collecting health relics on Howling Abyss, so that's cool. Um, all right, down to the queue. Cull the Meek. They have an obsession with the word cull. What was the other word they had an obsession with, too? Man, there was another one Maelstrom? we talked about. Yeah, Maelstrom. yeah, it was Maelstrom. And then they got rid of Maelstrom. Yeah. Uh, okay, Cull the Meek. Active, Renekton cleaves around himself, dealing physical damage to nearby enemies and healing himself for each enemy hit up to a cap. Against champions, the healing is increased by 300%. (laughs) Renekton generates 2.5 Fury for each non-champion hit and 10 Fury for each champion hit, with the Fury generated per cast capped at 30. Reign of Anger bonus, Cold the Meek (laughs) has increased damage, tripled total healing, and a quadrupled healing cap. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Renekton cannot basic attack, nor cast Slice, Dice, or Dominus for a quarter second after Cold the Meek's activation. Okay. Physical damage. So, without the passive, uh, just the regular base is 60 to 180 with 100% bonus AD. Okay, that's fair. Uh, the enhanced, you're looking at 90 to 270 with 140% bonus AD. The healing cap, without the uh, passive, is 50 to 150 the enhanced healing caps two hundred to six hundred. The the enhanced is the the when you when you against champions. Yeah, the three hundred percent, right? Uh, I that no, that's when you have uh enough fury. Uh, I'll get to the champion healing in just one second. The non-champion healing is two to six plus two mm, okay. percent bonus AD, 
The enhanced non-champion healing, so this is with the passive again, is 6 to 18 plus 6% bonus AD. Champion healing is 12 to 36 with 15% bonus AD, which means you can get 36 to 108 plus 45% bonus AD per champion hit up to a max of 600 if it's enhanced. So that's a lot. He really, again, like I said, he's one of those like kind of baity champions. Um, I don't think people really build Spirit Visage on him, but it's an item that if you need MR is a possibility because it just increases that healing by an extra 20%. So that's kind of cool. Just insane amount of sustain. Just like as long as you're hitting champions, like if you can get into a middle of a team fight, especially if you like, if you build Gore Drinker, you're not only going to have the Gore Drinker active, but you're going to also have your Q. And I'm assuming if you're in the middle of a fight, you're going right. to have a lot of fury going. Um, you would hope so. You, you, I mean, six, if you hit five people with your empowered Q, Bro, you're full HP again, probably. Or right. close to it. Like, it's fucking stupid. Oh, it does say here, healing modifiers such as Spirit Visage and Grievous Wounds take effect after Call the Meek's healing cap. Hmm. So does that mean it doesn't affect his <coughs> heal on that? Excuse me. Interesting. I guess. Yeah, that that's interesting. Okay. Okay. All right, let's move on to his W, Ruthless Predator. This might be my favorite. Yeah, It's a good skill name. name, too. That's a really skill good skill name. name. I just like Slice and Dice for um, reasons I'll get to. <laughs> so active, Renekton empowers his next basic attack within 7 seconds to have a 0.2 second cast time, gain 50 bonus range, one Teemo, and strike the target <laughs> twice, dealing modified physical damage and stunning them for 3 quarter seconds. Each strike applies on hit effects at 100% effectiveness and generates fury. Hitting an enemy champion generates 10 bonus fury. Reign of anger bonus, Renekton instead strikes 3 times, completely destroying damaging mitigating shields Jesus. on the target upon the first strike as well as increasing the stun to 1 and a half seconds. Ruthless Predator resets Renekton's basic attack timer. After Ruthless Predator's standard and empowered attack cast time, Renekton cannot move nor cast Cole the Meek, slice nor dice for half a second. What is point um, five two eight seconds? <laughs> How did so, they come up with that number? So the um, the total physical damage is ten to one thirty, uh, with a hundred percent, a hundred fifty percent, AD ratio, and then the total physical damage is fifteen to one ninety five with a 225% bone, uh, AD or so. I'm assuming the second one is the empowered. It doesn't yeah. say empowered. It says total. Oh, it's, oh, oh, the first one's per hit because it hits twice, right? Right. Okay. So then, yeah. yeah. The, yeah okay. So they just put it three. backwards. Okay. 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 So yeah. Well, um, then the, the, the powered hits three times. So you just add another five. Five. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I really, I mean, this champion has played. Isn't I don't think it has a lot of success in pro play, and I know like LS and people shit on this champion. Right. He has a point and click stun, guys. It's so fucking easy. And if you're running press the attack, which I think is a lot better than Kong, or I guess it depends. But press the attack. If you have your empowered W, it instantly procs it, and then comboed with his like his E, which we'll get to in a second, and his Q, you, you have a lot of fucking burst damage too. Is this- it just? Boom, boom, boom. Is this ability the reason people take Bork? Because you get the 100% effectiveness? You could. On hit? Yeah. Okay, that sounds mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> like, I, I remember, like, Bork Rush was, like, a big yeah, fucking it's just, thing, so. It's just the, the, it's really difficult to 1v1 in Renekton. Like yeah. If, especially a lot of people solo queue probably run 
ignite too. Right. Like you're just gonna get snowballed on and you can't fight him. You you have Plus to it, be it another instantly... early game champion, I think, right. to have a chance. It um I mean yeah, the Bork is really good just because when either with your empowered or your 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 normal W, it, it procs the Bork passive to the slow. Yeah. I think. So it's just boop, you're not getting away from him. I think uh Darius is one of the few that can kinda hang in there with him. And even then <clears throat> Darius doesn't beat him until level six. Mm-hmm. The Renekton can one v one any champion at level one, which is fucking crazy. I've seen it happen. Uh, there's another champion that does that. Um, God, who else does uh, that? Who can like win a one a level one? Yeah, with Who's against like Renekton. Oh, Trindamir might be able to against Renekton. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. He might not be able to do a level one though. Um, and then Nar is another one that plays decently well into him, just because you have range. But like, you don't want to get up close to him if he gets up close to Nar. Goodbye. Mini Nar, yeah. He's yeah. so squishy. Yeah, so. Cool. All right, on to probably my favorite skill name from Renekton, Slice and Dice. Um, and really, it's only my favorite skill name because it reminds me of playing <clears throat> Final Fantasy X with uh, Tidus' Overdrive, Slice and Dice. Um, okay, so Slice. Uh, active, Renekton dashes a fixed distance in the target direction, dealing physical damage to the enemies he passes through. If Renekton hits an enemy, he can cast Dice within the next 4 seconds. Renekton dashes a fixed distance in the target direction, dealing the same physical damage to enemies he passes through. Both Slice and Dice generate 2 Fury for each non-champion hit and 10 Fury for each champion hit, with the Fury generated per dash capped at 30. Uh, Reign of Anger bonus, Dice deals bonus physical damage and inflicts armor reduction to enemies hit for 4 seconds. So... The slice physical damage is 40 to 160 with a 90% AD uh, ratio. Bonus AD ratio. Let me try that again. 90% bonus AD ratio. Dice literally doubles that. So I don't think I need to read that out to you. Uh, The bonus physical damage from Reign of Anger is 30 to 90 plus 45% bonus AD. uh, Which means the total bonus damage is 70 to 250 with 135% bonus AD. The armor reduction is 25 to 35% of the target's armor. So, uh, you gotta hit the dice to get the armor reduction, but if you can... If you can... I don't know, is the combo Ruthless Predator, Slice, and Dice, or is a combo to Slice, Ruthless Predator, Dice, Q? Probably W, and then the E to make sure... E1, so you can, like, wait on it. And if they try to run away, then you can Dice again. Or, yeah, you can Dice, and then Cole the Meek, and, yeah, chase him down. Okay, okay. All right, moving on to Dominus, um, which I, I like this name too. Dominus uh, is so I good. actually <laughs> He's got good skill names. <laughs> I wasn't sure what Dominus meant. Do you know what it means? Uh, just like the one that guess. dominates? Uh, so it says Dominus is the Latin word for master or owner. Dominus okay. saw use as a Roman imperial title. is also the Latin title of a feudal, feudal superior lords. So like... Okay. Master. Okay, that's cool. So, um, so Dominus. Active. Renekton empowers himself for 15 seconds, gaining bonus health, 20% increased size, 25 bonus attack range, and 20 fury, as well as increasing Cole the Meek's effective radius. During this time, he deals magic damage every half second to nearby enemies and generates 5 fury per second up to a maximum of 75 fury. So the bonus health is 250 to 550, and then the magic damage per tick is 25 to 75 plus 5% bonus AD, 5% AP. 
I know, I don't think it was super recent. It must have been within the last year. They added that AD scaling oh, yeah, on yeah. it because before it was just match damage and it kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> I always felt like this ulti is a worse version of Nasus's. Right. Because Nasus's, uh, if we're talking about just the AoE, Nasus's does percent max health damage as it ticks. Right. And this is just a flat, like, 20, you know, magic damage. You're uh, using plus, this, though, for, for that health. Fury. Yeah, for the fury for the fury health. You're, you're not using it to deal damage with. And Nasus is using it for the health of the tanky stats, but he also gets the free damage from it, and he needs that because it doesn't attack at the same speed that Renekton can, right? Um, Anyways, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like, you, you jump in. I think you, yeah, if you want to, if you can maybe E once, E... Then W, pop the if if you have your empowered W maybe. Um, oh, but see, it's it's difficult. You need the armor shred too. It's I know that's what I'm saying. Like you, it's tough. Like do you, do you just try to do you try to slice through so then you can dice pop the W well, I think, and then Q? I think maybe if you have your fury bar filled, um, so you use whatever first empowered and it takes away fifty. Right. And then if you pop ulti, you oh, gain yeah, yeah. the extra. And then, as long as you're hitting your 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 Q right, you're with your abilities. It's going to generate more fury. Right, that's true. That's true. And plus, if you have Bork, you're slowing them with the Bork. with the passive whatever. Bork and a Prowler's Claw, that, absolutely yeah, fucking Prowler's disgusting. All right, dude. What's the uh, what's the verdict on uh, the best I feel question? Weird because we I, we, we just, just talked about this. I I think I said uh, pool party. Pool party. I know you said Outback, right? I like Outback a lot. Pool party's good. We didn't really hate on any. No, no. I remember that. I, you know what? I really I, like pool party. I, I think I kind of hated on Project a little bit because it's kind of close to Renektoy. Like, his blade is... I don't know what you call his blade. But, like, it's the same kind Ooh, of... Oh, yeah. What is... Color? What is Renekton's weapon? That's a good question. I remember I looked this up. A crescent blade. Okay. B crescent bladed axe. Okay. 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 Cool. All right. All right. Um... No, yeah, I really like, um, I really like Pool Party. Just the back animation is funny, where he pops up on the lifeguard. Yeah. Um, also, when are we getting... Galactic? <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize Pool Party Gragas is in this. Holy shit. Is it? On the diving board. Look on the oh, diving he board. is. Oh, with Lulu behind Give him? that. Is that Lulu? I it looks like Lulu's hat. It has to be Lulu. Oh, there's a Kha'Zix in the back, too. Yeah, I was like... I didn't even notice that. Oh. That's funny. They were. This is an older splash art too. This like is an older splash they art. were teasing that, pool party Zach for so long. Is that a a Teemo and a fiddlesticks? I see a Teemo. Maybe. Or is that Rise? Oh, left? you know what? That is Rise. Teemo and what's next to Teemo? I can't tell what's next to Teemo. That's definitely a Teemo though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, they, think... you know. They haven't released the, the nuke that is Pool Party Ari yet. The nuke so. that is in the background right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Classic. So, okay. I feel like I feel like Renekton just needs some extra voice lines or something. He has right. like four voice lines. Yeah. Um well, I agree. He definitely yeah. needs some some uh some newer voice His, lines. He he doesn't need an update, he just needs additional ones. I think his in-game model is fine. His, his in-game model to me is kind of ugly because he like that helmet looks kind of silly on he, him. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of look silly. But um, I I love the the way that they play Renekton's voice lines 
against uh, Nasus's and like the fact that like these two play, they play a similar role in your team fight. It just depends at what stage of the game you're at. Like a, a late game Nasus is far better than a late game Renekton. Um, right. But an early game Renekton just absolutely annihilates an early game Nasus, and the shit ain't even fucking close. But then like. Um, like the the pick line, right? Uh, Renekton says, "As I live, all will die," and then NASA says, "The cycle of life and death continues. We will live, and they will die." Right? <laughs> like, mm. it, it's it's very um, a very good way to play these two champions off of each other, but stay unique in their own right. Like they don't feel like they have to be connected. Like um, at first, when Zion Rakan came out, it was like if you're not playing them together, like it was kind of stupid. And now I feel like each one of those champions, though I feel that they're enhanced on their own, um, don't necessarily, or they're enhanced together. They can be played separately, but they don't have a, a, a different identity. Like I feel like between Nasus and Renekton, if that makes sense. Well, I'd be I'd be a little concerned. Are they from the south? If they're two brothers, <laughs> uh, two brothers compared to. Okay, you know, I thought you were making the connection that. Since Zaya and Rakan are lovers, that Nasus and Renekton. Well, that's not where I was going, but you know, okay, you can talk okay. about Tennessee yeah, if you want. <laughs> they're they're just they're just two brothers. Two brothers. They're brothers. If y'all didn't catch that, um, are they brothers? They're two brothers. <laughs> All right, dude. All right. Uh, oh, that's it for let me Gator. see if there's um, any good trivia. Uh oh, because he sometimes these good ones have good trivia. Uh, let's see. Um, it just says, Nasus cannot escape me forever. Is one of the few instances where a champion references another outside of taunts. Okay. And, oh, yeah. come back when you've collected all the bits of yourself with re references Osiris from Egyptian mythology. That's cool. But other than that, yeah. he doesn't have any trivia. Like, let's update some Renekton stuff and make him cooler, huh? <laughs> cool. All right, uh, so let's take a quick break, and we'll get on to Caitlin. All right, Caitlin. Yes, so, with her updates. Yeah, let's see. Let's read chat GPT here. So, would you know it? Caitlyn is a popular champion in the online <laughs> multiplayer game League of Legends. Known for her long-range abilities and high damage output, she is classified as a marksman, which means that her role is to deal ranged physical damage to enemies while staying safe behind her team. Caitlyn's playstyle revolves around utilizing her range advantage to poke and harass enemies from a safe distance. Her abilities, Piltover Peacemaker, Yordle Snap Trap, and 90 Caliber Net, allow her to deal damage from afar and control enemy movement. Piltover Peacemaker is a straight-line skill shot that deals damage to all enemies in its path, while Yordle Snap Trap is a trap that can immobilize enemies who step on it. 90 Caliber Net is a dash that can be used for both offense and defense, allowing Caitlyn to escape dangerous situations or reposition for a better angle on her enemies. In teamfights, Caitlyn's goal is to stay in the back line and deal as much damage as possible to enemy champions while staying safe. Her ultimate ability, Ace in the Hole, is a long-range shot that deals massive damage to a single target. It can be used to pick off low-health enemies or finish off a fleeing enemy champion. Overall, Caitlyn is a great choice for players who enjoy playing safe and methodical playstyle, focused on poking and kiting enemies from a distance. With her long-range abilities and high damage output, she can be a real threat in the right hands. Okay, that's pretty good. That's yes, pretty, pretty accurate. Good. <laughs> you, know, you know what they didn't mention is the... Uh her mid-game fall-off. 
<clears throat> Caitlyn's well known for her early game power and her late game power and her two item struggle. It's like the weirdest fucking thing. I don't even know yeah, how you they just, really went about doing that, that, but you need that third item. She's like, yeah, she's strong on, on a one item spike. Right. And then like, I mean, she just needs, I think like you just need rapid. Obviously you need infinity edge, right? Right. Uh, but I feel like you need rapid fire too. Just to, and Caitlyn has shots. the highest range in the game, yeah. by the way. And she, or no, do, or what is Annie's? Annie, I think, has more. No, I think Caitlyn has more than Annie does. Caitlyn's 650, right? Or is it 700? Okay, Annie's 625. Yeah. It was close. Yeah, I know. I was say Annie's close, but I'm pretty sure Caitlyn's the highest, just because she's a sniper. Um. Yeah, so <laughs> she spikes really hard on three items, and just kind of meh at two. Remember back in the day when you used to rush IE on everybody? And she would spike really hard then, and then I think you would go to, um... Like Phantom Dancer? Yeah, you would either go Phantom... Or... Yeah, depending on what you needed. you go Phantom Dancer... Static Shiv was... Shiv, too. yeah. Shiv if you... So you go PD or Shiv if you needed attack speed, and if you needed lifesteal, you go to Bloodthirster. And, uh, that just felt like you weren't getting anything, and then once you got the third one, so if you didn't go Shiv... Mm -hmm. Second, if you went shift third, then she felt really fucking strong again. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I don't really know why it works like that. I, I don't know if it has to do with her just attack speed scaling or her damage scaling or whatever. Like, her base scaling maybe it's kind of booty. And so when you don't go the damage items, it feels bad. But then when you don't go the attack speed items, it also feels bad. But however they did that, they made that work out pretty well. Because you could be losing to a Caitlyn, come back and be beating a Caitlyn... And then she'll come back and beat your ass in, like, five minutes. Like, <laughs> it's a very weird thing. But, okay. So, yeah. So, she has some previous abilities. I think very minimal has changed. But... A lot of know, the wording has changed, but I think a lot of the ability is more or less the same. All so, right. Um, start us off with the headshot. Yeah. So, we'll go to previous headshot, which is a picture of a little... Gear? Gear? It doesn't even <laughs> fucking make sense, but okay. Caitlyn's non-empowered basic attacks generate a stack of headshot on attack, doubled when attacking from brush. At 7, 6, or 5, based on level, stacks, her next basic attack is enhanced to deal 50% AD bonus physical damage, tripled against minions and monsters, and gains 50% bonus armor pen against enemy champions. Holy shit. I didn't even know I had armor pen on it. Jesus. Um, headshot can critically strike for 125% AD against champions or 175% AD against minions and monsters. Current headshot. Do they have the same missile spell? Oh, it doesn't say. Uh, and eight, Kaelin's basic attacks generate a stack of count on attack. Why the fuck is it called count uh, on attack? Doubled if she's within a brush. At six stacks, or five while in brush, her next basic attack consumes all stacks to become a headshot. Headshot. Caitlyn's basic attack is empowered to have an uncancelable windup and deal 60, 120% based on level, plus 131.25% plus 26.25% critical strike chance, AD bonus physical damage. Basically just says you crit with it. Uh, increase to 110, 115, 120% based on level, plus the same bullshit against non-champions. So you get a... A little bit more... Early game. Yeah, early game. And late game is the same. Uh, Caitlyn may fire more than one headshot until it hits a target, which consumes all stacks. So, if you're blinded by Teemo, it's not an on attack, it's an on hit. So, 
you still keep it on attack if you're hitting uh, wards. That was the big reason they changed it. If you're hitting wards, yep. she would consume we'll a headshot, but you wouldn't get anything. So they changed that. Uh, so you get more there. Uh, enemies that step over a Yordle Snap Trap or are hit by 90 caliber net can grant an additional headshot against them at 1300 range within 1.8 seconds without consuming stacks. Each method grants only one headshot at a time. So, so yeah, different, a little bit different. Uh, right. The armor pen seemed wild. Yeah, very wild. Um, I never realized that. And it scaled the the seconds or the the excuse me the stacks. Yeah, it scaled down seven, six, and five. That was weird too. I do uh, find it weird yeah. that like it says at six stacks or five while in brush. That's kind of like why is it five if well, you double? Well, I mean, you're not necessarily going to be in brush the whole time, so you could be like, okay. you know, you could be auto attack twice or three times. So you have three and then seven or brush at five. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's written, written kind of weird. It is. Um, yeah, this is, uh, just the passive, um, the headshot is like, I we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, um, I, I love the icon change <laughs> that it's an actual, uh, bullet instead of some rant wonky gear. It makes no sense. Why is that a headshot? Yeah. Um, this is very satisfying. That's the sound of a headshot. Is it sounds really fucking good? Oh, it does. It's got like a big then, snap to it. She said, "Boom, headshot. headshot." Love it. And depending on which skin you're using, I think Pulse Fire has a different line. For she it. says, "Cranium." Yeah, like, cranium blast. Well, cranium blast. Yeah. We'll get to that. I love that skin. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on to Old Piltover Peacemaker. Active Caitlin fires a projectile in the target duration that deals. 100% to 50% based on enemy hit, physical damage to all enemies that pass through. Obviously, it you, it's going to do the most damage to the, fir- the front. Uh, physical damage was 20 to 180 with 130% AD ratio. And then the minimum dam- damage was 10 to 90 with a 65% AD ratio. I'm assuming this is going to be the same. Uh, uh, the way they wrote it's a little bit different, but yeah. So let's see. Yeah, we'll read it anyways. Uh, Caitlin fires a piercing shot in the target direction that deals physical damage to the first enemy it passes through, after which it expands in width but deals only 50% damage to enemies it hits thereafter. Enemies revealed by Yordle Snap Track take, always take full damage from Piltover Peacemaker. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, so the damage was 50 to 210 plus 125 to 205% AD. Uh, the, and then the reduced damage is fifty percent. It you do the math, do the do. Do the do. I was right. gonna say that. <laughs> okay, Yordle Snap Trap, which actually I think the older artwork looks a little bit better for the cupcake, but the the new trap looks better. Um, I don't know why it's cupcake. Do, do Yordles love cupcakes? It's a sweet. I'm I'm just assuming it's Yordles. You know, Yordles have a. Yeah, like sweet they, they must have a sweet tooth, I guess. Bittersweet Lulu. I think I think Caitlin likes baking cupcakes or something. Oh, okay, is that why Vi calls her cupcake? Yeah, for something like that. Bites the cupcake. Um, okay, Yordle Snap Trap, the original version. Active, Caitlin sets a trap at the target location that arms after 1.1 seconds, lasting 240 seconds. After four traps are laid down, deploying another immediately destroys the oldest one. The next enemy champion that springs a trap is rooted and takes magic damage over one and a half seconds while also being revealed for nine seconds. That's a fuck ton of time. Nine seconds? 
Uh, magic damage oh, was shit. 80 to 280 plus 60% AP. And I swear to God, if you build AP on Caitlyn, you're going to get slapped. Uh, obviously, they changed that, but like if you ever did that in the past, I hope someone slapped you. <laughs> New Yordle Snap Trap. Active, Caitlyn sets a visible trap at the target location that is untargetable and arms after one second, lasting for a duration. The trap grants sight of the area for one second after being placed. Caitlyn periodically stalks a Yordle Snap Trap charge up to a maximum amount. Deploying traps beyond maximum destroys the oldest one. The next enemy champion that springs a trap is rooted for one and a half seconds and revealed for three seconds, as well as takes additional damage from headshot. Trap targets become immune to further Yordle Snap Traps for three seconds. So trap duration is 30 to 50 seconds, which is a stark difference from the 240 that it used to have. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maximum traps scales 3, 3, 4, 4, and 5. Um, and then the headshot damage increase is 40 to 220 base plus 40 to 80% bonus AD. That thing hits, dude. When you get hit with a fucking headshot. Right. And the one thing I do want to note... Uh, I just opened up her passive. It was reading through here. So it does say... <clears throat> um, the bonus range from rapid fire cannon will not have any effect during trap and net extended headshot attacks. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing to note is only the ordinary 100% attack damage portion can crit. The bonus from the headshot is rolled is added after the crit is rolled, so the the bonus doesn't crit. Um, the basic attack triggering the headshot can crit, but the headshot damage remains unchanged. Uh. And I think that was it. Oh, no, yeah, th that was it. I just want to make sure I noted that because um, you're not going to get a crit on the 40 to 220 plus 40 to 80% bonus AD just on her mm -hmm. regular AD. Yeah, I like the fact that they also got rid of, like, the trap itself just doesn't do damage. Right, right. It was, again, it makes no sense to build AP. Right, well, I mean, it makes sense for the trap to do damage. Because, I, I, like, yeah, if you stepped on that thing, it would it would hurt. But yeah, putting on an AP scale for for no reason is just whatever. Like dumb. <laughs> also, are we just gonna t are we gonna talk about? Does Caitlyn hate Yordles? Maybe. Why is she wanting to capture them? Let's find out. That why that wasn't talked about Caitlyn in Arcane. Want <laughs> to capture? That just Yordles. sounds very like. Peta's gonna hit you up, girl. What the fuck? Okay, someone said she's a sheriff. She's supposed to catch everyone. So the trap is used to catch Yordles, the net for bigger targets. <clears throat> okay, I guess God that makes damn sense. It. That was that was more that made more sense than I wanted it to make. <laughs> I know, right? Someone well, else think... asked, and so said, I mean, why would Caitlyn need to hunt Yordles even after sustainability update that came with Arcane? Lore people, I need answers. Someone said Legends of Ruterra short. For the new Bandle City expansion shows that Caitlyn briefly ran into a Bandle scout named Ava Achiever, a young Yordle who looks up to Teemo and loves making her own traps. These traps just so happen to look like Caitlyn, so it's possible that Caitlyn learned from Ava. Hence, they're not Yordle traps in the sense they're to trap Yordles, but rather they're traps designed by Yordles. That also, also makes sense. I think um, in one of the... I don't know if it's in a comic or maybe it was in like a short story similar to like that one. Uh, I know Yordles can, or at least in old lore, they could transform their image and look like other, uh, they can look like humans. 
So maybe I think old Lord. Like lure... I think old Lord Yordles used to be like universally hated too. Yeah, exactly. They were hiding themselves. That's why they disguise themselves. Right. So maybe so that's maybe. Why. Yeah, she's like luring them out. Yeah, that could be another thing I'll, too. I'll tell you. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. If I saw a fucking cupcake on the ground like that, my fat ass would just. <laughs> I don't know that I would eat. it. I'd be like, who just left a cupcake out here? I might go try to sniff it, but I don't know that I'd eat it. You'd sniff it. And see if it like smells like something that's not sweet. Oh, you know, you know what it smells like. <laughs> like the right farting in my face, <laughs> or it smell like Medici. She just choked. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> All I heard was a choking noise. <laughs> no, I did not expect you to say that. Uh, oh. All right, let's move on. Uh, 90 caliber net, her old one. Caitlin fires a net and recoils 400 units in the opposite direction, dealing magic damage to the first enemy hit and slowing them by 50%. Oh, that reads damage exactly is the same. 80 to 280 and then 80% AP. It's the same thing. Oh, no, just kidding. I thought I was on the right one. I was on the old one. All right, never mind. Oops. Um, so let's see the current 90 caliber, uh, Caitlin fires a net in the direction and recoils 390. Oh, they big time nerfed her. Yeah. Uh, units in the opposite direction and that deals magic damage to the first enemy hit and slows them for 50 by 50% for one second. Caitlin will not dash backwards. If she is immobilized or grounded during the cast time, she can cast any of her abilities during the dash. Now, obviously I know the, the path, it's kind of weird that this ability, obviously the passive states it that if you hit. Someone with a 90 caliber, it prepares a headshot. Right. It's kind of weird it doesn't say it here. It, it is kind of weird it doesn't say it there. But yeah, same thing. You know, a good combo. If if you're if you're laning with Caitlyn, usually I think like Lux or Morgana is obviously going to be the best. Because if they can land their root on you, uh, or their binding, excuse me. Um, and it, it gives you... Morgana's fucking Q lasts for four years. So <laughs> yeah, you have all the time in the world... To place that trap underneath them, and then you get the guaranteed headshot. So you could like set the trap, cue, uh, trap, pass, or auto attack, and then 90 caliber backwards to like do it in quick succession. That's a lot of fucking damage. And you get like the triple headshot, especially if you have a headshot prepared already. Oh, you could just blow um, people up by doing that. It's boo, 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 boo. fucking stupid. And I'm just looking, I think. I think Morgana actually has a debuff. Yeah, she does. The Dark Binding's debuff reads, this unit is unable to move. Lasts for roughly three years. <laughs> like, yeah, that's okay. how long it feels like when you get hit by that fucking thing. And so, yeah, just add the <coughs> the trap underneath. Let him, let him take the trap, headshot him, 90 caliber net him. Actually, you probably built over Peacemaker them and then 90 caliber net him. Yeah, it's like I said, the bonus like, damage. Q, throw a Q right in the middle there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Actually, it's a really good. It's pretty much a hundred to zero on most uh, most uh, non tank champs doing something like that. So, okay, we'll get down to her. I guess I call it like her flagship ability, the Ace in the Hole. It's pretty pretty huge. Um, let's start with the old one. Uh, active after a brief delay, Caitlyn locks on to a target enemy champion in channels for one second, gaining true sight of the target. Once Caitlyn completes the channel, she fires a homing projectile toward the target that deals physical damage to the first enemy champion it hits. 
If the target dies during the channel, the ability is cancelled and put on a 5 second cooldown without refunding the mana cost. So that part hurts. Uh, physical damage is 250 to 700 plus 200% bonus 80. The current ace of the hole reads Caitlyn locks on to target enemy champion and channels for one second, revealing them as well as revealing herself. Uh, ace of the hole is placed on a 5 second cooldown if cancelled. Once Caitlyn completes the channel, she fires a homing bullet toward the target that deals physical damage to the first enemy champion hit. Er, yeah. Uh, increased by 0-25% to 25 based on critical strike chance. Physical damage is 300-750 to 750 plus 200% bonus AD. And she also has this nice little quote. She says, In my sights. Yeah, pretty, you know, it, it feels bad when you're <laughs> low and you're trying to run away and Caitlyn locks onto you. Like, what are you supposed to do? I will say, though, it doesn't feel super unfair because it could be very easily intercepted. Sure. Yeah, exactly. But or you, you know, have been trolled on A-Ray by that shit. Yeah, to the person that's locked onto flashes behind you. And then and you're the squid. You're you just as dead. You're like, thanks, jackass. <laughs> so, yeah, that is Caitlyn. Um, first thing I want to mention about, like, skins is obviously she got uh, her original splash art. I'm looking at it right now. The, um, literally, the difference is just the dress, I think. So, I wanted to point out, like, the craziest fucking thing, and I think a lot of people... This isn't an original thing. It's just something I agree with. It was fucking insane that she doesn't have pants on underneath yeah. the first iteration of her, like, updated splash art. And it was, like... Like, under uh, her skirt. Right. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. But then they added pants, like... Or, like, whatever the <laughs> leggings, whatever they are. They added the leggings, and they... they she had the... Just, like, a corset-type on and said they gave her a full she had a corset with a collar and then so they just gave her a full like upper part of her dress like, like full chest coverage now it makes my boys sense. were horny as fuck yeah, they when were. they made the splash art um <laughs> yeah like I, I it's just crazy i'm like okay I, she's a sheriff i don't think sheriffs i don't know no but I mean, I'm not you know she's to... always kind of reminded me of uh mad moxie from borderlands sure Sure. With like the with the top hat and stuff like that, and so I I feel like and like even the outfit was very similar to Mad Moxie, so I feel like they were really pulling off of that, but then like changing her from like like what if Mad Moxie wasn't mad and she was a sheriff, and that's like kind of the vibe I always got from her, especially because Borderlands has such a steampunk style to it already, uh, and she's got a very steampunk style. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, I felt like yeah, I... uh, that was the reasoning just... behind it. <laughs> It's just wild that 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 much skin. I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm not trying to be an asshole, sure. but it's just weird. No, for sure. That that decision was made. You know what else was weird? I didn't notice this is in the second classic, her bullet, like the headshot that's being loaded is red and in the current one is blue. Interesting. I didn't even I see that before. That means. But the red was uh, a lot more vibrant. The blue's kind of hidden in there. I wonder if it's just because people would see the red. It kind of draws your eye to it, huh? I wonder if it's also, blue because Hextech. Maybe. I also like that the her her weapon is you can fully see it. Right. And the scopes are a little more precise, or the sights. Right. Are a little more precise. So, uh, but okay, yeah. Let's we're looking at skins. Okay. What are we feeling here. Um. Okay. There's a couple. So, Safari's cool because she's like Indiana Jones, Lara Croft. Like 
kind of throw them in a bag, mix them up any any movie character from like that style. She's kind of that character. Um, but that's not my favorite. I just think it's cool. Headhunter was obviously for a very long time. Headhunter was her best skin, and she didn't. I feel like yeah, she didn't get a skin for like two years after that until she got Lunar Wraith, and so like that was the skin to use. And then Lunar Wraith was cool because she had that paired with Morgana. It was like, oh, this is perfect. These two work really well together. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with Pulse Fire. And that one is really good. As much as I don't like the skin line, it's really cool for Caitlyn. I think um, it's probably one of her best, if not the best. I will say I I, I like, um, again, in, in Pulse Fire because it's a, it's a legendary. She has one of my favorite lines in that. She says, "This is my boomstick, and it's oh a, yeah, a Evil does. Dead." Yep. I will say that, yeah. that her new Snowboon skin's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't really good. care for Arcade. I don't give a shit about Battle Academia. Arcane is I cool, really like, but like, our, I think it's just for yeah. the show. I I can't put that one in the top list. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? I really like Arcade. Uh, the the sound animation when she's channeling her ulti is good. Oh yeah. Uh. Another one I was going to go back to, because we mentioned the difference between her her splash arts. Her original officer uniform outfit is, like, way more scandalous, oh, too. Oh, it is. And then they updated it um, much better. But it still looks um, kind of it still looks kind of scandalous. It's just not as uh, skin-bearing as, as the original was. But it's, Do you think they're going to ever update Vise? Because Vise is literally, it's just like her bra is out. Hers needs a fucking Not that, update. that there's wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I love Officer Vi. But hers, it's like. Hers definitely needs an update. That's good. Uh, let's see. What are we. Actually, I, I gotta say, I really do like the the new Officer Caitlin splash art. Like, it's actually really no, good. No, it's good. It's very well done. I really done. like it. I, I do. I, I'm only, let me bring up Officer Vi. I like the Officer. Well, it Officer Vi one need, definitely needs an update because. In the background is the old Caitlyn officer outfit, and she's like holding a box of donuts. Oh yeah, and Jinx, I oh I love this plot. Jinx is chilling in the donut in the back. Right. Um, that's the only reason you can't update it. <laughs> you got to figure out how to make Jinx work back in there. Um. I okay. I think. Let's see. I, uh, man, I like pool party. I do like arcade. Battle Academia is cool. I just wait. Her laughing. Update officer. Yeah, because Caitlyn, Officer Caitlyn's updated in the back of the Officer Vi. Is it? Yeah. Wait, I just Googled it, and it's not. She has her skirt on. I just look. I think that's the past version. I think they actually slightly updated that without saying anything. Huh, on, on her wiki page, if you go to Officer, Caitlyn's in a full uniform. Oh, you're right. Wow, they did. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, cool. I didn't know they did that, but... She still has the same outfit, so... It's all about the donuts, anyways. It's really just all about Jinx and the donut in the back. That's what it is. But I will say, this needs an update because, like, the, the background is totally starkly different from from the Caitlyn one. And they're supposed to look kind of like they're in the same realm, right? Yeah. Vi's sitting on the bike with a donut in her hand in Caitlyn's, and it's bright out. But in Vi's, it's <coughs> dark out. It's like uh, Cyberpunk Night or some shit. And, uh, yeah, so very interesting. Yeah. I think, I think Pulse Fire is my favorite. Battle Academia is just a little annoying because she, her laugh Ew. is really obnoxious. Also, 
does she really need like three or two or three like high school skins? No. I do like I mean, her. I, her heartthrob one's cool because she it's great. She looks totally not like Caitlyn in that skin at all. Right. I like that. Um, I, I gotta say Pulsefire. Yeah, I, Pulsefire. I, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you on that. I, I do, like I said, I really do like the Snow Moon one. Her fucking rifle looks like a like a big staff and it's super cool in that skin. Yeah, I just I just like it for the Evil Dead, Army that, of Darkness. That's fair. This is my boomstick. You got that? <laughs> I love it. He's he's the goat. Yes. Um so that is it, guys. That is Caitlin and Renekton. So yes. uh we somehow made this almost made this an hour. We had a lot to talk about. She has a million impressive. fucking skins, okay? She does. <laughs> uh, I think I think she has the most skins in the game now. Does she? Uh, she has one, two, three. Well, she got a five, bunch six. recently since Arcane came out too, because she got the Arcane skin, and it was like boom, rapid fire. Or no, no, MF uh, Misfortune has the most skins. Ah, okay. Caitlyn has sixteen, but yeah, uh, I feel like she's getting like one every fucking year now. Right, it seems almost more frequent than that. <laughs> oh no, she got two. She got two and uh. Let's see. That was that was in June, and then okay, no, it was like she's getting like two a year. It looks like, all right, insane, all right, insane. But you know, no big deal, right? Um, but yeah, guys, that is it. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review wherever you're listening or watching right now. And yeah. of course, you know, we did the whole spiel at the beginning. Join our Discord. If you guys want to participate in the tournament on April 15th, um, come join in. If you want to be a captain, make a post. If you want to join uh, some already teams, we can uh, get that going too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, just make sure you're 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 following up and get some updates uh, about the stream. We'll probably release some more information about that. Um, but yeah, that is it. We will be back next week. For what? We have no idea, but we'll cook <laughs> something up. Um, it'll be fun. So yeah, guys, enjoy your weekend. You stay safe and uh, good luck in your games. Good luck, y'all.